Hello everyone, this is the Charging Buffalo Podcast, Season 3, Episode number 44, and we're ready to bring you some hockey talk this week. We're going to do the name draft today, the highly anticipated name draft we've been talking about for months now. But I am Joe, and as always, I'm joined by Luke, sitting right here next to me, mm-hmm. and we're ready to rock and roll. Oh, are yes, we? yes, yes. I have a new travel mug. It keeps your be- your hot beverages hot and your cold beverages cold, apparently. And it works well. It's worked well so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And before we get into the show, we want to tell you about our friends over at Justition. They just released their new summer collection. Go check it out. Uh, the Charging Buffalo Podcast with Joe and Luke is sponsored by the hockey streetwear brand Justition. You can find a ton of modern designed sabers, hockey, and buffalo merchandise over at justitionhockey.com. And you can go use code TCB at checkout for 10% off your order. So definitely go check that out. They just dropped their summer collection on, I believe, Saturday or Sunday. Some fresh t-shirts with the TCB logo I'm the just the JDH logo, rather sorry, on there with some designs on it. They got the tank tops, some cool sunglasses. I want to buy one of those, and also some swim trunks, hats. You can go check all of that out over at JustitionHockey.com, and also go look at some of their older stuff. We have some TCB Justition collaborations on there, like the Moneyball shirt and the Dalid to name a couple. So definitely Those go check that out. are indeed some sick sunglasses. Those look like Brett the Hitman Hart kind of sunglasses. Oh, yeah. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, and before we get into the hockey talk, I want to complain about something. Okay. Seems like a new pastime that we lead in with some complaints about stuff going on, but I have a couple complaints. So Ooh, okay. first, I almost died yesterday. Oh, so I'm driving home from the station, Yes. and what do you know? I'm turning. I'm turning. I'm going, I just got off the through off the way, I'm driving down uh, Union Road, I'm going to turn on to William, and, no, not William, oh my goodness, uh, Lawson, I'm about to turn on Lawson, and I'm like, you know what, I really don't want to go down Lawson, because people drive like morons on there and drive too slow, so I'm just going to go off, I'm going to turn right, I'm going to go in a different lane, and then get off at, uh, Jesus, my God, what what street, I don't know my streets, man. Uh, it would be uh, French. Yes, French I want to turn on French. I can mm-hmm. go home that way. So I'm like, okay. I look. Everything looks clear. I wait for all the cars, and I'm, I start to turn into the next lane. And then, uh, the corner of my eye, some old woman turns right in front of me. I'm like, what are you doing, lady? Old like this. Like if you picture like old typical woman that can't drive, this was it. Like, the lady just looked con- so confused like she shouldn't be able to drive. Like the lady on the Mrs. Fields packaging. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I would picture. So, luckily, she didn't hit me. I, I was shocked that she didn't hit me, and she was going really fast, too. So, again, I looked. It, it was clear. I checked twice to make sure, and this woman just cuts me off. So, and I want to bring this up. Should old people be allowed to drive? I, I Old people are dumb. They can't drive. They shouldn't be allowed to drive. When you turn 70, you should... Like, the day you turn 70, it should be the day... All right, time to take your second road test, Grandpa. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. And if the road test administer, administrator thinks that you can't drive anymore, he takes your license right out of your hands and cuts it up. What do they call those people again? I don't know. 
they have a name for it. Uh, instructor driving. Yeah, no, something, like something. something like that. Something like that. But yes, ridiculous. old people should not be allowed to drive. The only madness. The only natural title for this show is Joe hates old people. I don't hate old people. Uh, you know what? I don't hate old people, but old people frustrate me a great deal because mm-hmm. I work at Ted's, and you would be amazed at the amount of old people that come in the Ted's. And then it's always like. Oh, I remember back in the Roaring Twenties when the Ted's was under the Peace Bridge and you can get it for a nickel. Like, man, I don't care. It's 2019. Like, they're not a nickel anymore. Give me your 347 and get out of my face. Okay? I'm or sorry. Do they tell you they know Ted and to give them a discount? No, they don't. Well, there was one old woman who was like, oh, back when Ted was around, things have changed. Lady, I don't care. I don't know him. Like, he's dead now, I'm sure. Yeah, he is. Like, well, you know, died a while things ago, were but... different when Theodore Roosevelt were around, too. Yeah, exactly. now look. Old people can't catch up with the new times. No, no. But I got another thing to complain about. Okay. Yes, old people suck. Let us know. Yeah. I- I'm sure everyone agrees, besides old people, of course. But, like, if you're above, like, 50, are you listening to this podcast right now? Probably not. So, like, the people I'm targeting right now, like the 75, 80-year-olds, like, they're not listening to this. But if you are, let us know. You can email us or hit us up on Facebook Messenger, whatever mm-hmm. old people use nowadays. Catch us on a landline. Anyways, <laughs> uh, oh so God. I went to Tim Hortons with my friend. I was about to go to the gym. We're like, okay, we're going to go to Tim Hortons. And I'm like, okay, what do I want? I want Oreo ice cap because you know what? Oreo ice caps are elite. I had one this morning. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of calories in them. Like, I'll get fat, but you might as well enjoy the ride. So, we get the I get the Oreo ice cap. No, I didn't get the Oreo ice cap. I ordered it. This, this lady, she must have been new. She must have been new because, to my knowledge, the Oreo ice cap was not discontinued, and they definitely had it at this location I went to because they got it plastered all over the walls. So, I'm like, yeah, I'll take an Oreo ice cap. And then she's like, all right. She goes over, she's pouring the ice cap, and I see her sprinkling chocolate chips on top of my Oreo ice cap. And I'm like, what? Hmm. Chocolate chips. Interesting. Yes, very interesting. Yes. That was my first thought. And then she hands me this chocolate chip ice cap. And then I'm like, okay, well, this ain't an Oreo ice cap. And I'm not the type to be like, She's trying hey, her best. listen, I didn't want this. Give me my Oreo ice cap. I just took it and walked away. And I'm, I'm tasting it, and my friend tells me, you look very disappointed. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. This is, like, the most underwhelming experience of my life. Does an Oreo ice cap, like, does it taste noticeably different than a normal ice cap? I, I believe so, yes. Oh. I've been drinking ice caps since I was, like, two years old. I'm a large like, double-double kind of guy. I'm, so. I'm a big ice cap fan. Oreo ice caps are elite. If you haven't tried an Oreo ice cap, go go there and tell yeah. them Joe sent you. Yeah. They don't know who Joe is. No? <laughs> yeah. They don't know who I am, but... Tell them that Joe sent you. Joe sent you. Maybe they'll give you the senior discount or something. Someone is probably going to do that now. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Record yourself doing it. It'd be funny. We'll, we'll retweet it. Uh, yeah. I have something to share. For some reason, my thumb smells like crayons. Hmm. I, I don't know why that is. <laughs> uh, what have I touched? Uh, I, I mean, ever since I picked you up, I don't think... I haven't touched We anything. haven't encountered any crayons no. here, so... All right, I think let's get into some hockey talk before people know. start clicking away. Yeah. This is a hockey podcast, after all. So, Evan Rodriguez, he signed, well, he was awarded a one-year, $2 million contract from a independent salary arbitrator. Yes. So, let's, uh, I'm going to bring up. So, the, when an arbitrator decides this, mm-hmm. does the team have to do that? They get the option to 
give them sign the contract or walk away. I believe that's what happened with Tim Kennedy. So he would not be an RFA then. No, if oh. the Sabers side walk away, they'd be like, he's an unrestricted free agent. Thank you for your service, Erod. Evan Rodriguez. Now Evan Rodriguez. Last year being his first full season in the NHL, he never had more than nine goals in the AHL, I believe. Which is surprising that he had he had twenty nine points last season. It's like how many guys like they don't do that great in the AHL, but they still have the same production in the NHL, and that's still considered pretty good. You know, like there's not mm-hmm. many guys, not many guys like that. But uh, good little season for Yard last year. Only a couple points less than Jimmy VC, I believe, too. Rodriguez is a player. I think he is. I think he could break out, and it sucks that it's only a one year deal because if he does break out, it's like okay, you're probably have to double that. Four million. It's a little scary that we were quicker to sign Zemgus Gergensen's and Johan Larson. Cheaper than we ask, were, though. Than we the were Sabres were offering Rodriguez $1.5 million, and Rodriguez was asking for 2.65. And then if you go meet right in the middle, that's about $2 million. So easy job for the arbitrator. So do you trust Evan Rodriguez as the quote-unquote second-line center? No. Mm-hmm. I agree. No. I think he's a perfect third-line center. Rodriguez is a perfect player that you want to have in your bottom six for forwards. Well, I think on a really great team, he's a fourth-line player. Exactly. I agree. I think in a perfect world, Rodriguez on your four, is either your fourth-line center or your fourth-line winger. I think you, Larson has that fourth-line center job locked up at this point in time, and I think he's a good fit there. I hope Larson I mean, builds on his success from last year for sure. I liked him, but obviously you want to just want some change. But mm-hmm. I mean, Larson is the least. Now I won't say the least of their problems, but they have other fish to fry than Johan Larson. But back Lar- to Rodriguez. Larson is a reason why there is a problem at the fourth center and why we need <laughs> a, to fill that spot. Yeah, but yeah, ideally in a couple of years, Rodriguez is still here, hopefully, and is on your third or fourth line, ideally the fourth line. That is just a testament of how deep your team is. But Rodriguez at this moment, like if by the end of the last season, he was like their fourth, third or fourth best forward. And that's just not good enough. So, yeah, they need more players like Evan Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. The, his advanced stats are good. He had a very productive season. Like He had almost 30, yeah, 30-something points. It's good. So... Keep building on that. Well, Jimmy VC is is that kind of player. Mm-hmm. He's he's another. Guy I don't like I don't know where Jimmy VC fits on this team. I could see him on the first line. I could see him on the fourth. line. He can really play anywhere. I think I could see him. He's up gonna and be down a versatile player anywhere. Probably on the power play yeah, a little bit. At least second power play unit. Same thing with Rodriguez. I want to see him on the power play. I want to see Casey Middlestead on the first power play as well. Hopefully that should give him a little bit boost of production. Well, we saw Erod on the power play a little bit last year too, and it was he was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Sabres still have three unsigned players. Mm-hmm. Lena Salmark, Remy Alley, and uh, Jake McCabe. So those arbitration hearings are set to be this week, actually. I'm going to look up the actual dates for that, though. One second. I think we walk away from Alley. No, no, no questions I don't asked. think they're going to walk away from him. I'm but, sure the arbitrator will be like, okay, you're getting league minimum, and there you go. And then the Sabres will... Because the Sabres, would, if they want to walk away, they would have just... Not even qualified him. But where else are you going to get that money from? You have three guys you need to sign. Allmark is probably going to take at least... If he's getting league minimum, it all gets buried in the AHL, though. That's true. But I, Allmark is... it. He at least has to get $2 million. 
I don't think Allmark gets two million. Mm. I don't. Th- I don't, I would be surprised if he even gets above one point five. I don't know about that. He's going to be a starting goalie. Hold on. I don't. At I think. Hu- I think Carter Hutton is going to be the starter. Well, if it's a situation like last year, I don't think Allmark's going to be too keen to making less money when he's getting an equal amount of playing time and had the same amount of stats as Carter Hutton. Okay. I, that's just not it's not good business for Allmark. But then Jake McCabe is going to be making the most out of all of them. He's I think McCabe is going to be hovering around two million on a bridge deal. I think he's a three million dollar player if you're giving him like two years or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, he, the Remy Ellie's hearing is on August first. Uh, his last contract was one year at seven thirty five, so he'll probably get the same thing. Uh, Jake McCabe's is on August fourth. His last contract was three years at 1.6. He'll be getting a raise off of that, that's for sure. And Allmark, his is on August 2nd, and his last contract was two years, 750. But I'm going to pull up Cap Friendly right now, and go. we're going to take a look at these goalie contracts. Because I think Allmark, you, I think they should give him a one-year deal. Mm-hmm. Give him a one-year contract. And because they can't, if the goaltending's not good enough, they cannot justify going back with Allmark and Hutton again the year after next. Mm-hmm. They can't. They just can't. All right. Bring up these goalie contracts because it would just feel weird, though, calling it quits with Allmark after, you know, two years. Well, then you got to move on from Hutton because yeah. I think Allmark will still be an RFA at the end of next year, this season. So you can either bring him back because I think Allmark is at least. A good backup. Like, if when Lukanen's, Lukanen is your guy a couple years down the road and you got Allmark as your backup who can mm-hmm. definitely at least handle being a tandem starter at least, that's good. But they have to move on from one of these guys and try and rectify the situation if it's not good enough. You know my feelings about Linus Allmark. Really, I say the same things about him now that I said dating back to 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. He flops like a fish. You know, I don't think he's, he's very sound. Uh, I love my goaltenders. That's the position I watch closest. Um, yeah, I would I would not be opposed to him staying around as a backup, but why not keep Carter Hutton in that role? I think yeah. Hutton was better than Allmark last year. I agree. I'd, I'd rather have Hutton in the in the backup role. All right, so let's look at some of the goalie contracts that were handed out this offseason. So Vasilevsky just signed today, eight years, nine point five. Uh, David Riddick, two years, two seven five. He's not getting that. Definitely not. No. He himself, he was interviewed about the nickname Big Save Dave, and he said, I'm sure there's other nicknames like Terrible, Terrible Dave, and he's he's not very high in his play last season. Philly Huso, one year, 700,000. Uh, Cal Peterson, our old friend, three years, 858,000. I mean, Peterson, when he was in the NHL last year, he was good. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at the stats here. He, oh, they're not in there. Hold on one second. No, they're not. Okay, there it is. 924 save percentage in 11 games. That's, that's really good. That's very good. That's a great <laughs> contract for Cal Peterson. Three years at just above 800 grand. Uh, you look at, well, Sam Montembeau, 709K. Jordan Bennington got two years, 4-4. Here's a comparable, at least Malcolm Subban. He got one year, 850. Mm-hmm. How many games did Subban get last year in Vegas? Let's see. He played... 21 games had a 902. I mean, Allmark, I would assume, played better than that for sure. Hold on, let me look. Allmark had to at least have a 908. 
had to. I'm pretty I confident about that. Nine oh eight, nine, you know, nine eleven, somewhere around there. It just seems right. Something in my, you know, I, I have, a, I have a hunch that it can't. Okay, be here's another comparable. Jonas Corposalo, he had one year, one point one five. That's a decent comparable, at least. Uh, it's hard to find other comparables here. Laurent Bressois, he mm. got one year, one point two three. He had a great year last year. Mm. Uh, those are all the good. Com- oh, Thatcher Demko. Oh yes. Two years, one zero five. Like I'm not seeing Allmark getting two million dollars. I just don't. No. He's probably getting anywhere between nine hundred grand to one point five million. I'm sure he, maybe he's at like when the numbers are leaked. I'm sure maybe he's asking for two million. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's gonna get it. Though. I think he has to ask for it because, like I said earlier, I mean you can't take less than Hutton if you're gonna be splitting the same amount of time with him. And, you, and your numbers are so comparable because neither there wasn't much difference between one or the other when one of them was in that. I mean, I think Hutton was still a little better uh, even at their worst points last season. I think Allmark had a nine oh five save percentage last year, thirty seven oh, games. Wow. Ooh. So, I mean, if he had like a nine fifteen, I mean, like the defense wasn't fantastic last year, but still, thirty seven games. You know, he had nine oh five. That's all the arbitrator's going to be looking at, basically. And then he's going to look at the team ask, and then the player ask, and then kind of meet in the middle, I would assume. Yeah, I, I think you got to pay him. That's probably I what's going to happen. They're going to meet in the middle, unless his ask is just erroneous. He's going to get something polarizing because, I mean, you have to sign him. He's the only other goalie that Yeah, they have to. They're going play. to sign They're not going to walk away from Allmark. No. Definitely not, but... And they have about three point one million in cap space. That's not counting when I'm sure Saboka is gonna not make the team go to have get passed through waivers and then eventually just sign with the. I would assume they'd be able to terminate his con- Saboka's contract too, right? Mm-hmm. If he goes off to Europe. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's another three. It, yeah, that's three and a half million. Up. So then you're at like six. They're going to be really tight to the cap. I don't imagine that's Ellie's contract, he's just going to be in Rochester. All of it's going to get buried. Um, McCabe and Allmark, that's going to be around $3 million. They're going to be really tight to the cap. So there's no, they can't sign anyone else. They can't trade for anyone unless money is out. So this is the probably the team. This, this was Carter Hutton's uh, season with the most long, well, um, how should I put this? Uh, it was his worst season, win loss wise, in his career. He he only had one. He's been on. I mean, he, he's played in St. Louis, Nashville. He he's only had, had, he's been on good teams. He only had one season before this where he had a losing record. Was it? In it was fourteen fifteen with Nashville. He was six seven and four. Uh, I'm not counting. Barely played. I'm though. not counting the one game with Chicago, where he was only one. Was Chicago. Yeah, he played a, mm. uh, a single game. I think he was a college uh, free agent. He must have been. He won. Um, he won. Nashville in 14, he had uh, 20 wins, 11 losses. Um, really good win, uh, win losses. Can we them. get Hutt- Carter Hutton play to play like he did that last year in St. Louis? That's ideal. That's what they need. How about at the beginning of last year? Yeah, I he mean, was Allmark, stellar. Allmark was, uh, both the goalies were stellar yeah. at the beginning of last year. And then everyone just fell off a cliff. Basically. And again, I don't hate Carter Hutton. I don't. I don't hate either. But. I prefer him to Linus Allmark. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't hate Linus Allmark either. I, I'm not a fan of his play, but I don't hate the player. I don't really trust either of them. <laughs> I don't trust. They can't win. With you. you don't want these guys in a playoff series. 
Okay, like if the Sabers are in a seven-game series with the Toronto Maple Leafs, I'll I'm not. I'm not counting him. on Carter Hutton to outduel uh, Frederick Anderson. Frederick Anderson. Yeah. I would not be that. In that, if the Sabers were to make the playoffs too, they'd probably go with a goaltending committee. I would not. I would not bet that they stick with one goalie throughout. If they ever made a run, <laughs> uh, they would stick with one goalie. I wonder if they would trade for someone at the deadline if they were That's in true. position to go on a run. I don't know. I. I'm very skeptical. I think goaltending, they, they fix the defense. I am perfectly the defense, content with the defense. I'm so excited to watch. Forwards, there's a lot of them. I don't know if they're going to get the job done this year. There's still a lot of defense, too. I Goaltending is, right now, for me, is the biggest question mark mm-hmm. for this team. Can it, Will Allmark be able to elevate himself to what we all hoped he would become a couple years ago? Will he... Or will he not? And if he doesn't, like if Allmark has like an 885 save percentage this year, see ya. I don't care. They have Uko Pekalukinen. Uh, Eric Portillo looks like he's going to be possibly something. He, I guess yesterday he had a very good showing at the World Junior Summer Showcase. So they might have another guy in him. It's really early to tell. He's only 18 years old. He's just drafted. But they have a couple decent prospects in the system now. I love goaltending depth. Mm-hmm. I, I like Allmark. I like him. I, don't get me wrong. I like him. I, like I want him to be good. I really want him to be good. Mm-hmm. I want one of these guys to really carry them next year. I'm excited. See it. We have a new goaltending coach. That could open up worlds of possibilities. Yeah, he won the cup in Pittsburgh. Can't too. be more. Can't be. They call him the goaltending whisperer. Mm-hmm. A new goaltending coach could, like, look at uh, Mitch Korn with Robin Leonard and Thomas Grice. It, I ain't, it's possible. What What's this guy's name again? I forget. Uh, um, Mike Bales. Mike Bales. If yeah. Mike Bales is the goaltending whisperer, what is Mitch Korn? My goodness. Mm-hmm. The goaltending genie? And this guy, he was in Carolina last year mm-hmm. with uh, oh, Mrazek and McElhaney. And Scott Darling for a little bit. Well, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I'm going I'm going barefoot. I'm sorry. I have to. <laughs> okay. I hope it's not gross. Uh, we're going to get into the Booty Cheek of the Week. Oh, yes, 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 yes. The Booty Cheek of the Week. Uh, again, let us know. Let us know. If you want to nominate any booty cheeks, anytime the during the week, just send us a tweet. Send I nominate so and so booty cheek of the week. DM us on Instagram, something. Yep, because we get we see everything. Okay, we're not like some disconnected holier than thou brand. Okay, we, mm, see, we everything. see everything. We we sometimes we, we, we don't have time to get back to you because we're both we're all busy people. Correct. Over here, oh but. boy, oh. Joe, um, actually. Came up with the booty cheek of the week this week, uh, and it is none other than Calgary Flames general manager Brad Treliving mm-hmm. because of the Milan Lucic. It's been a while. It's been a while since this has happened, but this is we really, just had to bring this up. This is booty cheek of the last two weeks, we'll yeah, say. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Brad Treliving thought it was a good idea to trade for Milan Lucic. And you know what? You're if, insane, buddy. If you're the booty cheek of the week after a mistake you made two weeks ago, you're like a double cheek. You're a, you're a whole butt. You're a whole booty. That's it. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. The Edmonton Oilers moved Milan Lucic for like they got another cap dump, but but James they, had, Neal, they I mean, had to retain some salary. And there's a weird condition in the trade. And Neil has to score. It's really like weird. Ten more goals in Milan Lucic. Ten more points or ten more goals in Lucic. Yeah, I think it's goals. Mm-hmm. If you put James Neal with Connor McDavid, he's scoring 25 goals. Yeah, it's James just Neal at least still has he hope. He can play hockey. He can still play hockey. Like. I really think he's still a good player. He can still contribute. That's, that's what was Calgary's plan? They're already in cap hell. 
basically. They have to sign Kachuk, and they don't have any cap space. Why would you get me like I don't Lucic? know. Like, was James Neal that much of a problem for them last year? That you would move him and take Milan Lucic back? Are you insane? Does Lucic have less time on his deal? No, it's they, the contracts end at the same Ooh. time, I believe. Goodness. Well, uh, Edmonton actually retained, I believe it was like 15%. Yeah. Like, but it's probably maybe a little less. Maybe it probably a little, ev- maybe it evened out after the might have evened out. They might even have cleared a little bit of cap mm-hmm. space by doing the trade. But still, like I think Neil could bounce back. Can Milan Lucic bounce back? I don't think so. I think Milan Lucic is done. But he still has like four years left on his contract. You're right. James Neal could very well be a line mate for Connor McDavid, and he probably will. He probably will be. And he, he should. Why not? Mm-hmm. I would love to see Patrick Maroon reunite with Connor McDavid. That would be fun. Is Mar- I don't think Maroon is signed yet. No, he's not. I don't. Does what's but, Edmonton's cap looking like? Can they? Th- I doubt they back? have they, much tied up. I mean, you know, we got yeah. folks on the booty cheek though. I mean, no, that's. I mean, what else is there to say? It, it wasn't a great trade. It was just weird. It was just it was, a trade. It was just. It was just a trade. Edmonton has two million, two point four, in cap space. And I, I don't understand. Plus, they're rivals. Why would they help each other yeah, out? Yeah, like exactly. That? It's weird. I don't think it's strange. And people, I, I got a couple messages, people saying like, "Oh, I could the Sabers have done this, something like this to get Oposo off the books?" I honestly, I mean, Oposo's contract is a problem, and it will be someday. But today, I mean, they don't. It's not really he's still a, problem a better player right than Lucic. Like, what was Oposo's production last year? Oh, goodness gracious. Let's see. Like, I know he's not the player he used to be, and I think that's more contributed to his concussions, but... You can't deny he's a good... Like, he's still a good player. I I think Kyle Poso can still play. And if you have a guy... He had 29 points last year Mm -hmm. in 78 games, 14 goals. Same amount as... Would you want your fourth-line right winger to score 30, 35 points, 14 goals? Absolutely. Now, you don't want him making $6 million... But I'm I'm hearing this more is and more. why this is why I think I've said this before contracts should not be leaked. Mm-hmm. I it would I think it'd be better if nobody knew what guys were making. If we can just watch these guys play and not think about the salary implications about anything, I think it would be so much better. Because it's always like, oh, we gotta trade this guy. Like all those years, where like, the Sabers gotta buy out Matt Molson. Like why? Like, what they did with Molson was fine. Bury him. Like, if, what was the purpose of buying out Matt Molson? Why should Buffalo have given Vegas assets so they took on Matt Molson that year? And that was being talked about. People were still like, oh, they should buy this guy out. Why? They don't need to. They don't need to. Like, just deal with it. We had nobody to sign. I mean, we had room to sign Eichel. We had room to sign everybody exactly. else. Like, Oposo's contract will be a problem when deters them from keeping somebody Mm. like to this point it hasn't done that we're not even going to be in a position by the time his contract is up where that even is a problem we're not like maybe the last year or two maybe i think i think what they should do what they need to do by 2021 the 2021 draft when seattle is coming in the expansion draft time you wow them and are like okay you're going to take Kyle Oposo in the expansion draft and we'll give you whatever you want. Picks, they're, they're going to have young players and prospects. 
getting the $6 million off the books at that time would be huge. I believe I checked this the other day. They would have something like $40 million mm-hmm. in cap space by then, and the cap is only going to go up, well, now at least. Like, they're going to sign Reinhardt. They're mm-hmm. going to sign Darlene at that time. Guys, like, they're opening up cap space at that time. You can sign another guy. You can trade for another guy. I think you have – Oposo is not going to finish his contract here, I don't mm-hmm. think, at least. Maybe – like, who knows? He could, how, be, how he much could longer, be on LTIR or something like that by this time. How who much knows? longer is on the deal? Four years. So, I mean – He would have one or two years left on his deal by the time the expansion draft happens. By there, then, ideally, you'll have a few guys who are playing on the team on entry-level contracts – who don't need to be paid, and their contracts won't be running up. Cousins would probably be in that case. He'd probably be one of those guys. Their first-round pick mm-hmm. this year, maybe. Right. If they hit on him, of course. Uh, some of the guys who You're are overseas be right now. You're going to by them. You're going to be paying Pilot by them. Again, like, if Darlene you, if you look then. at it, the, the expansion draft is going to be tough. They're going to lose somebody good unless they do something like this. Where they make a side deal. Pilot could be gone. Olafson could be gone. I mean, they might lose Thompson. That I'm, I'm sure 85% of people on Sabres Twitter would love to see that. But, you know, they're going to lose somebody. I keep forgetting about Victor Olsen. Then his name comes up, and I get all excited remembering that he's mm-hmm. ours. They're, they're going to lose somebody in that Seattle draft. They're mm-hmm. going to lose somebody decent unless they... I haven't given much thought to it. It's it's, too, it's still it's, it's very far away. It's still. too far away. It I, is I very far away. I can't even think about tomorrow. Let's hope Jason Bottrell's thinking about it though. He, that's his job. But yeah, all right. Uh, again, send your nominations for the booty cheek of the week. Uh, Indeed. If you want to join the discussion about the goaltending that we spent a little bit of time talking about, let what, us know. What if we set up a P.O. box? Mail in your booty cheek of the week uh, uh, suggestion to uh, to so-and-so address. Put attention, A-T-T-N, colon, booty cheek. <laughs> that would be wonderful. That'd that would be, be awesome. strange. but It would be strange, but Very cool. strange. I mean, strange cool. things aren't bad, you know. People like Stranger Things. That's you know. Oposo could very well hit 500 career NHL points this year. How many is he at right now? 487. Oh, absolutely. Easily. He'll get there. You would hope so. He'll get there. If he doesn't hit 500 points this year, I'd be very disappointed. He'll get there. But the highly anticipated name draft. Yes. Time is among us. After upon us. Months yes. of hype. It is time. It is time for the name draft. The name draft, everyone. Yes. We are doing about, I think we're picking 20 names each. We'll pick 20 names, yes. 20 names. Oh, it's going to be fun. Now, I believe we'll do wheel decide to decide who has the first pick. All right. And now I know we're going to get hate for this. It, we're for, we're going to forget some guys. Easily, mm-hmm. but forgive us. Forgive us, please. Name draft two. It'll be better. We'll hopefully bring in some guests mm-hmm. for the Jersey draft two. I'm gonna try. We're gonna try our best to get have five people in studio mm-hmm. to, for the Jersey draft. All time best jerseys. You're gonna make a whole team, whole lineup. Okay, here we go. Who has the first pick? I'm gonna. You're gonna determine gonna that gonna right spin now. Spin the wheel right now. Here spin. We are we doing a? Uh, Snake draft, or do you want to go back to back? Let's go back to back. Okay, to back. yeah, we'll, that's, we'll go that's back to back. Yeah. Here we go. Spin the wheel right now. Wheel decide. The wheel will decide who has the first pick. Oh, uh, 
the first overall pick uh, in the inaugural name draft belongs to Luke. Yes, yes. All right, all right. Well, uh, if I may take a minute. Oh, oh boy. I have like thirty six names to choose from. I, I believe I have thirty. Are we do? Are we each doing twenty names? We'll do fifteen or? to twenty once we get 15. once we once we start to run out. Burnt we'll, out. We'll kind of call it. We'll, yeah. kinda, we'll call it. We'll call it when it is. All right. All right. Oh, oh, this is a fun one. I I have to do this before it's off the board. Like you know how much I love this name. I'm going with with the first pick in the name draft. Former Montreal Canadian Yvonne Cornoyer. Mm, what right. what a beautiful name! That is a beautiful French name. Uh, hearing, especially hearing like Marty Baron and and Rob Ray say it in either their very French or mildly French accents, it's a beautiful thing. Yvonne Cornoyer. I wonder if the listeners hear that name if they can if they know what it looks like in their head. If you don't know who Yvonne Cornoyer is. If you've never seen that name, if they can, like, how about that? If you've never seen the name Yvonne Cornoyer, send me a tweet with how you think it's spelled. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Just send me how you think Yvonne Cornoyer is spelled, and that would be beautiful. All right. This guy was number one on my board. I discovered who he was yesterday. Okay. He's not an NHL player. Oh, that's right, yeah. He is undrafted. From the Everett Silvertips okay. of the Western Hockey League. 18 years old, born in Buckley, Washington. Oh! Buck- right winger. Buckley, Washington? Yes. Oh. He had 17 points in 56 games last year. Okay. But he may not be an elite player, but this man does have an elite name. <laughs> One Dawson Butt. <laughs> Dawson yes. Butt, the second overall pick. Dawson Butt in the name draft. There yeah, he is, there he number is. nine, for American born from the WHL. He looks a little like Danny Heatley. Everett Silvertips. Yes, he does. He you does. Know, he looks a little like bit a young in the face. Danny Heatley. A mixture of Dylan Strom and Danny Heatley, maybe. Yes, I know nothing about Dawson Butt, but he has one elite name. So oh, there you go. You want? He was drafted in the sixth round. 118th overall in the 2015 uh, WHL Bantam draft. Dawson Butt. Okay, he was squad. not on my list. Yes. So, I, I found right. out who he was yesterday. Indeed, indeed. He's probably in NHL then. He is. He wow. must be. Dawson, Dawson Butt. Butt. He's probably like a 58 overall probably, AHL top six potential. Is. Yeah. With the second selection in the name draft, I'm going with the only player that I know of that is a native pole, former New York Islander and Toronto Maple Leaf, Marius Zerkowski. Wow. Yes, yes, indeed. I've never heard of he him. He had a few good seasons. He was like a 20 goal scorer. Uh, might have right. been more, but this one's for producer Allen. That's right. <laughs> Wherever he is, he's in Kansas on a Listen, military people, base. If you have been listening to the podcast for that long where you even know who producer yeah. Allen is, let us know. Then you're a first overall. Then you're, okay. you're a true MVP. You're elite. You're mm-hmm. elite. All mm-hmm. right. With my second round pick, I'm going to continue the. Butt-related trend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to select former Buffalo Saber goaltender Darren Poopa. Ah, Darren yes, Poopa. yes, 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 yes. Pick him. We're venturing to the realm of excrement. Now. Yes. yes. Uh, again, Darren Poopa was before my time, but mm-hmm. my aunt was a big Darren Poopa fan, hmm. so I have his, I have his hockey card. Darren Poopa. I almost bought a Darren Poopa jersey. You know, in football, there is also Jake Butt, as well as Ashton Ubuti, the former <laughs> Buffalo Bill, now retired. 
Uh, give me one moment here as I scroll through my list. Oh, there are some... Oh, yes. Third round. With my third round selection, I am taking former Montreal Canadian Guillaume Latendresse. Mm. Are you... The Montreal Canadiens are the all-time name team. Okay, I my, my my name team by the end of this is just going to be a Montreal Canadiens alumni team. Guillaume Latendresse. How... What a beautiful name. That is like... Rolls off the tongue. Guillaume Latendresse. That's a, like, French royalty. A beautiful, beautiful name. All right. My third round pick. He's just perfect in oh. every way. Oh. He's just perfect. Oh, man. I am selecting fans, huh? former Buffalo Sabre. A former... Another former Sabre. Oh. Back to back. Oh. Drafted in 2016. Oh. Whoa. 69th. Overall. <gasps> one cliff oh, oh, to wrap oh, up you're just <sighs> to wrap up the butts we go mm-hmm. dawson butt darren poopa and cliff poo yeah. we start with the wow. butt and then we end with the poo <laughs> there it is cliff poo we have butt poo traded for jeff skinner and then in 44 games with the charlotte checkers he has six points and then wow. goes to the ECHL with the Florida Everblades. Okay. Has five points in five games. And then is traded at the trade deadline to the Florida Panthers for what, you may ask, future considerations. <clears throat> There's no bigger slap in the face than being traded for future considerations. Oh, yep. And then in nine games with the Springfield Thunderbirds, two points for Cliff Poo. Poo. Again, Buffalo, we overhype our prospects. Indeed Although we do. Cliff Poo was very good for the London Knights, but oh. there it is. Oh, I'm ready for my next selection. I am taking former Edmonton Oiler, Essa Tikkanen. Mm. How how beautiful is that? Just a nice Finnish name, Essa Tikkanen. There's there's Issa, or it might be, e- no, it's Essa. It's probably it's, Essa. It's Essa. Yeah. It's Essa. Is it Essa Lindell? How do you say mm-hmm. that? But most people call him Issa Lindell. But Either way. Americans and Canadians probably pronounce different ways. Essa Tikkanen. Tikkanen, Tikkanen. It's such a cute, it's a cute name. It's a cute little name. Essa Tikkanen. Like, I want to kiss that name. <laughs> okay, my my next pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, former Anaheim Ducks defenseman <gasps> and Minnesota Wild defenseman. Oh. Clayton Stoner. Clayton Stoner. Okay. Clayton Stoner. I remember. I don't know if he's duck. still playing anymore, but he is on... My team. Wait, okay. did, was Stoner traded to the Vegas Golden Knight? Hold on. Oh wait, no, didn't they draft they, him? They did. I think they he did. was their he was their their draft pick. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they got uh, uh, Elks Tuck. No, that was from no? the Wild. That was from the Wild. Wasn't he a, a member of the Wild though at the time? Oh no no no. He he was with the Ducks. He was the Ducks. Maurice? He did play for the Vegas Golden Knights. Hold so on. he actually played a game for them. I think so. Wow. There's a picture of him in a Vegas Golden Knights jersey. He's got an A. Might it have been preseason then? If he had an A. Oh my! Does he still play for? That had still? to be preseason if he had the A. Oh, he. It was preseason. Zero games played with the Vegas Golden Knights. Okay. <laughs> Didn't even play in the AHL. He must have retired. So yeah, he did retire. Clayton Stoner is now retired. Oh, poor guy. Clayton Stoner, welcome to Team Joe. <laughs> Team Joe. Well, with my fifth selection, I am taking former defenseman for, I think he was a Ranger, and he might have been an Av for a little bit, Latvian, Sandis Ozilinch. Mm. Mm, beautiful name, That's right? A steal. He played a steal. on the Sochi Latvian team that 
pushed Canada. Really? He did? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he pushed Canada to the very... Oh, he did. The team pushed Canada Ted to the Nolan very... Ted Nolan did. Because Ted Nolan could still win the Jack Adams trophy this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, Suburban man. Hockey you know what? There is another player on that Latvian team that I just thought of that might be a late-round consideration, actually. So, But we'll get there. All right. My next pick... I'm surprised he's still available, to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick 6K Uko Pekka Lukinen. Oh. Did I just snag him? Were you going to take him next round? No, I didn't even think about him. Yeah, Uko Pekka Lukinen. Welcome to the squad. We we have that diversity mm-hmm. on Team Joe. We have some mm-hmm. WHL players, mm-hmm. former NHLers. We got an AHL, a couple. We have an ECHLer in Cliff Poo. Now we got. Oh, see. Rochester Amherst and Uko Pekka Lukinen. I'm, pr- I'm strictly NHL. Pretty much. Ooh, my... auto-corrects to aisle. Do I know my next pick? Yes, let's hear it. My sixth selection. I completely forget where this guy played. He might have been a St. Louis Blue. Dick Tarnstrom. <laughs> this, <laughs> that is the, the most American of names combined with a hint of Viking blood Swedish. <laughs> Dick Tarnstrom. Yes, indeed. All right, my next pick. Another former Sabre, Miroslav Shatan. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to take him right now. It's a great name, Miroslav was Shatan. He Should have never been. He Imagine if Miroslav Shatan was on the 05 06 team. That's all I got to say. They're lifting mm, Lord Stanley. Where was he? New York? Was he the I Islanders? Believe so, yes. I think it had to be the Islanders. Yeah. Miro Shatan. Mm-hmm. Okay, your next pick. Well, very well. Oh, let me go over my list. Uh, okay, I have to take this guy because this name was part of my childhood. It was like hearing Jim Houston say this name on NHL 06 rings very fond memories. And that is Francis Bouillon. Oh, I know Canadian. exactly what you're talking about. The past about. to Bouillon. Like, exactly. Yeah, oh like my God. I I Bouillon. remember that. Plus, when he like scores, you could say Booyah, Booyah, to Booyah. He wasn't like, even on my list. It's brilliant. Remember, like I used to love uh, that they included Jim Houston's signature, great save, and then the goalie, the great Luongo. save, Kolzig, great save, Luongo. I love that. All right, my next pick. Sorry, my next pick. Mm-hmm. Jeff Bukaboom. Ooh, Bukaboom. Great name. Bukaboom. Oh, that's an elite name right mm-hmm. there. Honestly, great value for the fifth or sixth round, wherever we are right mm-hmm. now. Seventh round. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going into the seventh round now. I think that was... I have one, two, three, Jeff four, five, six, seven. Okay, this is going to be the eighth round, actually. Oh, wow. I must... Uh, you know what? This guy is definitely going to fall, but I'm going to take him anyway right here because I want to say the name. Former Pittsburgh Penguin, Ramsey Abid. Never heard of him. Oh, yes. Uh, Never heard of him. He was part of the, I think they called it the X Generation in 03-04 with, uh, it was Ramsey Abid. Uh, I don't think, Brooks Orpik might have been one of those guys. I think, like, Eric Comrie or something was one of the guys on that team, too. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, Ramsey Abid. What are, that's, like, that's like the old school Nazim Kadri. All right, next pick for me, Jordan Tutu. Jordan Tutu, a great name. I don't think he's definitely not playing anymore, but there's no way him wearing number twenty-two was a coincidence. It was not. Definitely not a coincidence. No. But yes, Jordan Tutu, welcome to the squad. Mm. Okay, 
Let me make sure I, yep, I put his name in bold. Oh, man, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty now. This is round nine, I think. Yes. We'll do 15. We'll do 15. 15? We're, we're going a little longer than I expected on this, so let's make it quick. Uh, I'm going to go, I got to get this name off the board, Vladislav Nemesnikov. Hmm, I, mm-hmm. I completely forgot about him. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't in my list. The most Russian name there ever was. I'm going to go with Bobby Brink. Bobby Brink. Bobby mm, Brink, drafted by the Philadelphia Flyers in there the second go. round. See, I did this by scrolling through the player register on Hockey Reference. Naturally, it's only NHL guys. But mm-hmm. with my 10th pick, mm, I've always loved this name. I'm going to go with Damon Langkow, former Calgary Flame. I have a few of his hockey cards. Next, for me, Larry Playfair, mm. former Buffalo Sabre. He certainly did anything but with the amount he of did not play fair. penalty minutes he racked up. Oh, man. Okay, this is a great one here. Former Phoenix Coyote and Winnipeg Jet, Oleg Tverdovsky. Mm-hmm. I think he was a defenseman, but uh, I love that name. He played in the final Jets game, too, I believe, against the Red Wings. I think I'm getting a steal here. Okay. Radic Bonk. Whoa! Wow. Radic Bonk. How I scrolled past that name. How did I not put that on my list? Radic Bonk. He was number one on my list. I don't even know why I didn't take, I didn't take him in the first round. He was number one on my list. Radic Goodness. Bonk. You know what? This is a name that both of us loved, and I'm going to get off the board now. Hocken Loeb. I was going to pick him in the next round. I believe he won, a, he won a Stanley Cup with the Calgary, Calgary Flames. Yeah. So Hawk and Loeb is my Hawk guy. Loeb, I had to lead him off my list now. All right. I've been waiting for this one. Mm-hmm. Steve Dangle introduced me to this man. One from the Winnipeg Ice, Jackeen Smallwood. <laughs> Welcome oh, to the man. squad, Jackeen Smallwood. Make all kinds of puns of that. Undrafted free agent, Jackeen Smallwood. <sighs> Welcome to the squad. There is so much potential here because, like, there's so many names out there. that There I, are thousands, thousands of names. Maybe we'll do a sequel. Maybe okay? we will. It's only, it's only right because there's so many other names out there. Oh, boy. Uh, I Oh, I love this name. Ian LaPerriere. All right. Mm-hmm. I believe he was a uh, Canadian. Anyone with La and Ear in their name probably played for the Canadians before. Next for me, former Edmonton Oiler before his career was derailed, Nikita Nikitin. Oh, yes, yes. That's pretty Nikita Russian, Nikita. too. That's, that's like, very Soviet bloc. Wasn't he actually born in the Soviet Union, technically? He must have Nikita been. Nikita Nikitin. Uh, how many picks left? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Ooh, ooh, okay, okay. I have a lot of names remaining here. Uh, I'm going to get this one off. The aforementioned Latvian teammate of Sandis Ozilinch, Kristers Gudlevskis. Oh, man. I completely <laughs> forgot yes, about him. Former Tampa Bay Lightning uh, prospect. I'm sure he played his fair share for the Syracuse Crunch. Kristers Gudlevskis was stellar in that game in Sochi. Okay, my next pick. He is a man that I remember seeing in, like, NHL... 11, mm-hmm. drafting him. Wait. Hmm? Oh, this is not the right person. Mm. Hold on. Mm. Hold on. Mm. Hold on. Okay, I'll pick it, I'll pick another one because there's no chance okay. you even know who this man is. Okay. All right. I'm going to go with 
Cal Clutterbuck next. Mm. Nice safe pick. Okay. Good value for the Now this is my final pick. Teens. So I gotta make this I gotta make this a good one. Oh man. Um I I can't let this guy go undrafted. BJ Crombean. Ooh, what mm-hmm. a great pick. Yes. Okay, I found him. I found him. He okay. plays for Metallurg Magnetogorsk. With that, you know what? Team name should have been eligible for this. Metallurg Magnetogorsk. Mm-hmm. Forward. Wait, does he still play? Ooh, I don't know if he's going to play next year. Eight points in 46 games last year. Mm-hmm. No, two years ago, actually. He must be retired. Mm-hmm. Is he actually retired? Hold on. I'll look at his transit. Oh, oh the anticipation. must not be retired, but... He was drafted by the Buffalo Sabres in the 2000, and 2000 NHL draft in the fifth round, oh. number 149 overall. Whoa. 37 years old, born on New Year's Eve, 1981. Oh. Russian-born. Hmm. Denis Denisov. <laughs> I remember okay. seeing him in like NHL 10 or NHL oh. 11. And I put him on the team. I didn't even know the Sabres drafted him. Mm-hmm. I put him on my Sabres squad. And he was good. He was very good. I think he played. I played him on the first line. Wow. Dennis Denisov, welcome to the squad. Is that your final pick? I believe so. Can I run through the remaining names on my list? Just yes. To see? These are the honorable mentions that did not quite make the cut. Ziggy Palfi. He, yeah, he's on my list. Zarli Zalapski. He was also on my list. Uh, Milan Bartovic, former Sabre. Vaclav Verada. Francois Beauchemin. Tony Twist. Sheldon Brookbank. Stu Grimson. Corbinian Holzer. Maxim Lapierre, Sammy Paulson. Maxim Vanaganov is a good name, mm-hmm. too, that slipped through the cracks. Yuri Sikach, Peter Sikora, Lubomir Vishnovsky, Boyd Devereaux, Lori Korpakoski, Michael Borneval, Patrice Brisebois, Odie Cleghorn, Matthew Dadenal, and Anton Babchuk. Yager. Okay. Yarmir Yager. Uh, Samus Gergensens. Ben Lovejoy. How could I forget him? Uh, Zenon Kanapka, Chris Clapperton, former junior player, Jesperi Kakaniemi, uh, Greg McKegg as well. Mm, so. Yes, Greg Christian McKegg. Juice. Oh, Christian yeah. Juice from yeah. the Washington Christian Capitals. Juice. All right. Let us know who you think won the name draft, who had the better team. Let us know, and we'll we'll definitely get back to you on oh, that yes, we'll, yes, yes. with our disagreements. Send us your favorite names as well. Send us your favorite names, mm-hmm. yes. All right. Uh it's not the Charging Buffalo podcast without a mention of one Rasmus Ristolainen. Yes. There, I think last week there was a, a slight rumor that came out. Let's see what it was here. It was pretty much what has been talked about by all of Sabres Twitter. It was like a repetition of what fans have been saying, that potentially Nick Ehlers or Matthew Perot could come over if the Jets are indeed considering Yeah, so Jeff Rasmus Hamilton, Lainen. I don't know. Jeff Hamilton, he's a Winnipeg Jets journalist. He says, I've heard they've kicked tires on Ristolainen, the Jets, of course. One of the few teams with available right-handed defensemen, clearly a Jets need on the right-handed side for defense. Rumors include Nikolai Ehlers or Jack Roslovic and Matt Perot. So what do you think? What would you rather have? Would you rather have Nikolai Ehlers or a combination of Jack Roslovic and Matt Perot? Um... Like just Ehlers? Just Ehlers or Roslovic and Perot. Just Ehlers. I think I would also just take yeah. Nikolai Ehlers. That's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He fits a need, right? Mm-hmm. He plays the right side, right? 
right wing. He can play mm-hmm. both. Yeah, both. Because then you can put Reinhardt with middle stat, mm-hmm. or even move Reinhardt to center. Like, I don't. I personally, I really think they're gonna keep Ristolainen. I just, I just don't see it. Do you know how badly I want Kyle Connor? I don't think. That no, it's not gonna happen. Him, I'm just saying. Do you know how badly I can want? Can you him? imagine if they traded Connor for Ristolainen? Woo! When NHL 20 comes out, I will do everything within my power to acquire Kyle Connor for my franchise. An offer sheet him, probably. I probably can. I will do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love Kyle Connor. He's such a good player. If I have to summon God, I will get him onto my team. I love him. All right, that was the Ristolainen rumor of the week. Mm-hmm. And we want to talk about... Uh... Oh, also, the 50th anniversary jersey was leaked. Yep. What did you think about it? Let's bring it up here. Uh, Our li- good friend Jordan from Buffalo Wallpapers did a nice little mock-up of it. What do you think? Listen, the jersey itself is fine. Could have been a lot worse. It's it's not... It's kind of cool. It's cool. I like it. It's not the end of the world. However, if you have white pants and white socks and white gloves, I'm going to hate it. Hold on. Jordan also made a little mock-up of it. Let's see. Um, I... That's... that. There's nothing wrong with the jersey itself. Okay, I don't like that. I kind of like it. I think it looks cool. It looks cool. It's not traditional, obviously. Mm. I think it's interesting. But why are you wearing white? Like, go with gold pants. Gold pants? Gold pants. Well, gold helmets. Mm. Gold pants and gold helmets. That's different. I think it looks clean. I, I don't mind it. I, you obviously would prefer royal blue. But it's strange that they would. It, I think navy looks good with the gold. Are those stripes navy or royal? Navy. It's hard to tell right now. Mm-hmm. There's like a lens flare in the back, mm-hmm. but yeah, navy and gold looks good. And white, I th- I think it looks clean. It's not what I wanted by any means, but it could have been worse. Yep, just another thing for me to drop money on. But um, I'm definitely gonna buy it. I think I don't know. I I do like um, I like how they. Have the all the past logos on the collar. Yes, that's kind of cool. They that's have the pretty slug, cool. the butter knives, the goat head, and the OG logo. I there. like that teams have begun doing that since Adidas took over mm-hmm. as well. The little things like St. Louis nailed it, putting uh, I think parts of their flag on the inside of their collar. Yeah, Buffalo's never done that. Mm-hmm. I think they had something on the turd burger though, so they had something like that. But yeah, do you see these? What he made mock up of that? No. Oh my! Royal blue. And the goat head. Oh. I hope they bring those back in some oh. capacity. I know they're not going to, though, but I just I would kill to see Royal Blue and the goat head back someday. I was talking to a customer at work who was at the newly renovated Sabre store, and they told me that... Uh, I heard there's a lot of Royal Blue there, like, in design. So they, they it's going to happen. Like, they they just renovated the Sabre mm-hmm. store. They're not going to... not They're, they're not going to put Royal Blue there all over the place if it's not going to change to Royal Blue. But they... They told, um, they were talking to a worker down there at the store about the goat head material because there was the goat head hoodie there. And um, the guy who I was talking to was told by the Saber Store employee that there's more coming. Goat soon. head wise? More apparel and whatnot. So possibly goat head I, stuff. I would love to have some fresh, like all the goat head like, apparel that's out there is old. Like it's from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like I want some fresh, I want to wear a goat head shirt that's not like, old you know mm-hmm. like something fresh uh this this is i'm still heartbroken over this um my mom accidentally goodwilled 
1997 division champions shirt. Really? Mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. That hurts. Yeah. I'm I, I'm hurt just hearing that. Yeah, it was a beautiful shirt. Wasn't two nineties. Was... Yeah, my grandpa he gave me a nineteen ninety nine Eastern Conference champions hat. Oh. It was in like mint condition. It's I have beautiful. a pennant. I wear it sometimes. I have a pendant of that. I had the hat, but it was too small. Alright, we wanna talk about the Leafs quick before we get yeah. into questions. Yeah. Uh shame on you, Toronto Maple Leafs, you cheaters. First it was Rowita Island. And now it's long-term injury reserve. Trading Garrett Sparks in a fourth-round pick for David Clark. No, it's Garrett Sparks for Clarkson in a fourth-round pick. How dare you, Toronto Maple Leafs, you filthy cheaters. Mm-hmm. This is cheating. If you don't know what how LTIR... I don't think anyone knows how, what, how LTIR works, but I'm going to try and explain it to the best of my abilities. So, because the Leafs acquired... David Clarkson, they can go. It's not like extra cap space, but it is. They can go above the cap. They're, they have a higher cap ceiling because they have Horton and Clarkson, which adds up to about, they can go about $11 million over the cap, which is kind of crazy. But how convenient because now they can, they can go 10% above the cap in the offseason. Now, signing Marner right now, they'll probably go above that 10% because they can't put Horton and Clarkson on LTIR until, like, right before the season starts. So gives them a perfect window to wait until the start of the season. You sign Marner right before puck drop. Bada-bing, bada-boom, you're ready to go. And then Horton and Clarkson are on LTIR, and their cap, their cap, their salary cap is, like, $93 million, and everyone else's is 81 and a half. That's cap circumvention if I've ever seen it, right? Yeah. The next CBA, they need to get rid of LTIR because this doesn't make sense. Because what's going to stop someone from trading for, I mean, Clark MacArthur from Ottawa? Because they, I don't even know if the, I'm assuming the LTIR guys still get paid. Oh, It just yeah. doesn't count towards the cap. It, it, it gives you more cap space more than anything. Mm-hmm. Like, that's valuable. That's valuable. Like, if, God forbid, Oposo ever gets another concussion and has to go on LTIR, that's arguably better than trading him to get cap space because you get more cap space. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it's just crazy. It doesn't make any sense. LTIR sucks because this happens. Like, I like in a scenario where Oposo like, has to end his career... The Sabres would get... Oh, this, this doesn't make any sense. I hate LTIR. It's just... I don't know. I don't think it's going to be much of a discussion, though, because I haven't heard anything about it from, like, you know, mainstream media. Yeah, th- this needs to be a talking point in the next CBA. I, I saw somebody say that in the next CBA, they're going to, like, mull over maybe a four-year entry-level contract mm. in comparison to three, because these guys are getting paid right away now. Mm-hmm. Like, this has never really happened, mm-hmm. where guys get make $10, 12000000 million right off their ELC, mm-hmm. and it's kind of screwing teams over. Mm-hmm. But if it makes sense to the point where it's a young player's league now, they should be getting the money early, and then they should be taking less as they go, I think at least, because the thought of a guy... 
getting his big payday when he's like 28, 29 should be gone because look at all these contracts now. There's so many bad contracts where teams are like, oh, we got to get this guy off the books now. It should be you get paid early on and then you make less as you go. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Five-year entry-level contract. NFL does five-year rookie yep. deals, right? Um, well, uh, they're four years, but if you're a first-round pick, you, you can have a fifth-year option. option. Yes. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. All right, question time. We're gonna, Indeed. We're going to do some of these. Let's do it. questions in a while. So let's go here. Oh, come on. Uh, here we go. We're almost there, folks. Almost there. All right, I answered some of these on the Instagram this morning, and I'll answer some more as we go here. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, I think we did a point prediction for middle stat last week. Yes. Can we get another glue bet for this season from Connor? No. I don't advise that. Unless we get a really good one. A really good one. Mm-hmm. Give us some suggestions. I'll look at them, and then I'll make my decision when training camp gets closer. <laughs> Does Tage Thompson have a spot on this team if they get another forward? What do you think? That comes from Sabres 923. Sorry. Yes. I I I I just don't foresee him starting. I I think right now I think he starts in Rochester. And I think he's really? gonna be really good in Rochester, and I think he'll be oh, a full time regular know. by the season's end. But with the acquisitions of Johansson and VC, I just don't see where he fits mm-hmm. unless there's an injury. I don't know. I, I can't see him going back, especially after the camp he had and stuff. Uh, when will Rasmus Ristolainen get traded? Do you think he will get traded? Gun to your head uh, right now. Does Rasmus Ristolainen get traded? No. I agree. I but think whenever I say no, a trade happens. Yes. Um, I think I said I think they're going to keep Nylander, and then like the week la- a week later they mm-hmm. ended up trading him. So, I don't know. Uh, who would you like to see as Rasmus Dahlin's defense partner for next season? That's from Jordan. Colin Miller. I agree, Colin mm-hmm. Miller. But mm-hmm. long term, I think it should be Henry Yoki Haru. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people have asked, what do you think they do with Henry Yoki Haru? Because all the right shot D they got. Mm-hmm. And they, he's the only guy that on the right side they can send down without having to pass their waivers. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to send Yoki Haru to Rochester. Uh, yeah, if they keep Ristolainen. If they keep Ristolainen, I think Yoki Haru starts in Rochester. Keep in mind, they have Bogosian and Nelson, too, who don't have a spot in the lineup mm-hmm. right now. I, I don't foresee Yoki Haru starting in Buffalo. Uh, maybe midseason you'll get a call-off. He should. You know? if, he, if Yoki Haru doesn't play in Buffalo this year, that's a crime. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, don't, I just don't see him starting in Buffalo, at least... Uh, we got a suggestion here. Oh, uh, come okay. on. Where are we? Okay. About, I want to read. Okay, Ben, predict overall ratings for the Sabres players in NHL 20. Oh, right. Wait, I got to pull So up. we got to pull um, up the ratings from NHL last year. NHL 19. NHL 19 Sabres ratings. We have to do, ratings. like, we have to find the other guys, too, though, that they acquired, like VC. And I, I don't know the ratings off the top of my head. All right, Jack Eichel. Uh, I think Jack Eichel's a 90 from 87. 87. I'm going to guess they're going to give him an 89. I'm just going to guess. Rasmus Ristolainen, I think he stays in 86. Because really? they don't know any better. True. They did yeah. give him high elite potential at one yeah. point, too. 
I'm going to guess they're going to drop him down to an 84. Okay, okay. From an 86. Carter Hutton was an 82. I'm going to guess he stays in an 82. I think they go 81. Okay. They'll drop him. Uh, Jeff Skinner was an 84. I think he gets to 87 or 88. I'm going to guess 86. Okay. Sam Reinhart was 83. I'm going to guess 84. I'm going to agree with that, yeah. Kyle Opozo, 83. 81. I'm going to say 80. Okay. Connor Sherry was an 81. Yeah, he probably stays at that. Uh, Yeah, I think that's fair. Vladimir Saboka. Saboka was an 81. Jeez. I'm going to say 75. 70, yeah, I'm going to go 76. Okay. Marco Scandella was an 81. 79. I'm going to go 78. Jake McCabe probably was an 80. probably stays in an 80. Yeah. Uh, Jason Pominville, 80. Bogosian was an 80. He's not on the team anymore, so forget that. I think Bogosian will stay in 80. Yeah, he probably stays. Uh, Gergensen, 79. I'm going to guess 78. Do we want to do Hunwick? Yeah, why not? Matt Hunwick, I'm going to guess 77. He was 76. a 79 last year. I'm going to say I'm gonna say uh, 74. All right. Tage Thompson was a 79. I'm going to say 76. Yeah. I'm going to guess he stays at a 79. I don't think they okay. would drop him. Casey Middlestat. 79. I think they're going to keep Middlestat at a 79. Yeah, there's no reason to drop him. Evan Rodriguez was a 78. I'm going to guess 80. Um, yeah, I'm going to guess 80. I'm going to say he stays. Scott Wilson was a 78. I'm going to guess 77. I'm going to say 75. Ooh, man. Yeah. Casey Nelson was a 75. I'm going to guess 77. They'll keep him. They won't, they won't yeah, touch they him. They probably don't even know Casey Nelson is. Lena Solmark was a 79. Uh, I think Probably they'll do 80, 80, 80 or 81. I'm going to say 81. Rasmus Dahlin was an 82. I'm going to guess 85. I think 84. They need to bump up his potential. Oh, the top prospects, so boy. Uh, no one's going to be yeah. on the team. Yeah. All right. Go, uh, uh, okay, let's take a guess at some of the new players. So Jimmy Vc. I'm. I don't know what his over his overall was in the last one. I'm gonna say 83 because everyone knows who he is and they don't know any better. Right? I'm like. gonna guess 82. Okay. Uh, Marcus Johansson. Uh, 85. I'm gonna guess 83. Okay. 83. Okay. Uh, Colin Miller. 83. That seems fair. Henry Okiharu. I know he's an 80 right now. Really? Or an 81. Wow. So they probably will just keep him the same. Yeah. Uh, Brandon. Well, Brandon Montour. I'm going to guess 84. Yeah. 84 is fair. That'll be fair. Uh, Who else do we get? I don't know. I, th- I think we can just end there, probably. Okay. That's probably it. Yeah. We'll do one more question. Uh, oh, my goodness. A lot. I've, again, we talked about most of the stuff so we don't oh <laughs> you tired of answering the same questions well there are some different ones Aaron so I appreciate the sentiment okay we got a suggestion to do another armchair GM we'll do that next time yeah is this team built for the playoffs from a Serie 41-41 I don't think there's I don't think being built for the playoffs exists I was going to say the same exact thing. You know, like... I think that's all just talk. Was Colorado built for the playoffs? What is built? They had skill. What, what is built? I think when people say are they built for the playoffs, I think that's just suburban hockey dad mm-hmm. talk. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they're not rough enough. They're not tough enough. Mm-hmm. They don't got the size. Mm-hmm. 
they don't got the guys who've won the cup, something like that. Like when I think of, oh, they're are they built for the playoffs though? It's do they have the grizzled veterans that have been there before? And built for the playoffs does that mean? Simply, In that sense, I, the Sabers aren't built for the playoffs. Is that simply making the playoffs or making a deep run mm-hmm. in the playoffs? I would assume usually when that comes up, it's making a deep run. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's all mumbo-jumbo. All baloney. All mumbo-jumbo. Yeah. I don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. All right, I think we're going to end there. Okay. Uh, maybe we'll do another fun, lighthearted episode in a couple Absolutely. weeks, but uh, we got not a lot going on right mm-hmm. now. Um, maybe I'll subscribe to Hockey TV and watch some World Junior Summer Showcase oh, games yes, today. Yes, yes. We'll see. But, yeah, that's it for this episode. Again, check out Justition's summer release, the summer line. Go ch- use code TCB at checkout for 10% off your order. Uh, save a little bit of money there. Check out thechargingbuffalo.net for any new articles. Again, the podcast tab. Don't forget about the podcast tab. You can go through and listen to all of our shows from the past. This week, last week, we went back and listened to Luke's rant on Incarcerated Bob. Oh, God. I saw him in my timeline, and people were talking about him. I'm like, wow, you know what? I'm going to go back and listen to the Incarcerated Bob rant, and it was a good laugh. So you want to go check that out, you can at that. Again, the chargingbuffalo.net podcast tab. That's the only way you're going to be able to find it unless mm-hmm. you search for it because I don't even remember what episode yeah. it was. <laughs> so you can get all of that there. Follow The Charging Buffalo on Twitter and Instagram, The Charging Buff. And you can follow us on Twitter as well, JoeTCBNHL, L-V-K-E-T-C-B. And is there anything else that you want to plug before we um, say goodbye? Subscribe to my YouTube channel, actually. Uh, you have to type in CaneRocks7 to find it, but it's the RC, that's the name of it. And it's a trading card channel. I open cards. So watch me in my Ripping element. Ripping packs. Ripping packs and learning facts. That's... Come watch me rip. Come watch him rip packs. Yep. Uh, oh, I also want to mention this. I always neglect to mention this. Subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud, right. Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. We're looking into uh, Google Play. Mm-hmm. We have, That was a suggestion last time. We haven't gotten around to that yet. But we will be on Google Play someday. Mm-hmm. Promise someday. you that. Someday. And give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, too. Give us that five-star rating. It'll help us out. Yep. And subscribe, too. Mm-hmm. Lots of support lately, too. We get The listeners have been climbing every week, oh, so yes. we appreciate that. Okay, we're going we're gonna to wrap up here. Uh, thank you all for listening, and we will see you in the next one.